Hello, podcast fans. This Falcon Paladin coming to you with yet another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. And with me, as always, is my good friend from down under. His name is Wade. How are things today for you, Mr. Wade? Things are pretty good. Good? Pretty good. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Nothing ecstatic. Nothing horrible going on. No, nothing quite like that. That's what I like to hear. Just slow and steady. It wins the race, you know. I've heard that, but I've never seen it in practice. Mm, I think that's what life is. I think slow and steady wins the race. Do you have any evidence to suggest that that is accurate? No, just my gut. It feels right. Just uh-huh. kind of feel like slow and steady living as opposed to extreme ups and extreme downs all the time. You come out ahead with the slow and steady version of that. Mm, you're probably right. I mean, again, basically making this up, but I don't know. Let us know. Send us an email to falconpaladin at gmail.com with podcast thoughts and tell us what you think about slow and steady and life. When you say taking it slow and steady, being like married at 23, that's slow and steady, right? No, marriage has nothing to do with it. No, but it's taking something fast. I mean... As a key aspect of your life, I would say that's something that people tend to maybe take slower or faster. Sure, but I was more talking about ups and downs rather than speed. So you don't think your marriage was an up? That's the song. That's the song of this podcast. I know where we're going with this one already. <laughs> okay. Anyway, moving on. Let's move on from that one. Listeners, take keynote. He didn't answer. Did not answer the question. Please write that down. All right. So first thing I want to talk about is there's new maps. There's new maps for the StarCraft and they released the patch notes like a week before they actually want to make them live. Mm-hmm. I assume there'll probably be some changes. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, they're on a pus- they're going to be on a PTR here in a couple days anyway. And at that point, usually players will find some things and say, this is actually really stupid. And then they might make some changes before it goes live. Anyway, as far as the channel goes, I know usually I have my week buffer and I say, all right, so patch came out. You've got a week until a new patch shows up on the Falcon Paladin channel. But this time, because I love you, I'm going to go ahead and let my buffer dwindle and die. <sighs> and it's going to be down to effectively zero as of Monday next week. That's, that seems like the worst way to do it, though. I am listening. Just record stuff. And then put it out after the patch. Like, just mix it in. Nobody cares about old patch stuff after the new patch is released. Then don't tell them. Look at this 4. Then people know. I've tried that. And people are like, this is on the old patch. Look at what this raven is doing. And I'm like, ah, busted. Right. Okay. Just be like, yes, this is on the old patch. Why do you care? You're still seeing a game of StarCraft being cast. People only like the new shiny stuff, Wade. I'm not sure if you're familiar with this aspect of human psychology. But Mm. if it's not new and shiny... It might as well not exist. I, I can just see the earth twinkling out of existence now. <laughs> because it's not new and shiny? Because <laughs> it's not new and shiny. Yeah, that seems fair. I'm okay with that. Sorry, the earth. You're no longer new and shiny. We're going to replace you with something else. We're getting a newer, younger model. Yeah. Her name is Mars. I mean, is Mars probably not, really younger? Probably not younger. No. Probably not. Less uh, like global warming, though. Less shiny, too. Maybe. There is I mean, frozen water on Mars, so... Yeah. Like, but no, that's reflective, and if you got enough of it, it's a bigger planet. It could re- be much shinier than Earth. But there's not... You've seen pictures of Mars. It's not shiny. Have you been there, though? Mm-hmm. 
You have. What was that like? Elon Musk has an advanced team that he's sending <laughs> out. It's supposed to be really hush hush, but I've already spilled the beans. So, oh, okay. But uh, yeah, he got us there. It was a very pretty. It was a small, small ship. Mm-hmm. Right? Take any pitches? Uh, I didn't. I wasn't allowed. Of course. I mean, it's kind of the same way that I signed a non-disclosure agreement that I'm completely breaking right now. But <laughs> regardless, let me just say it's not shiny. Nope. Uh, I'm sure there are lawyers on the way to your house as we speak. I wouldn't be surprised. Those guys are relentless. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, pretty much. Patch notes. Patch notes. Patch notes. Do you have a link for me? Uh, I do. I posted them on the Facebook channel fairly Face- recently. Facebook. Facebook. The Facebook, Facebook. Ch- channel. <sighs> Lol. Here, I'll send them to you. No, it's fine. I'll just find your Facebook. I made a shed the top rated restaurant on TripAdvisor. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> that doesn't sound like patch notes. No, it's amazing. We should talk about that too, actually. That should be. Okay, you, you want to talk about stuff on Facebook? My brother sent me a link. He's like, you need to show this to Falcon. And 99% of this stuff I ignore. But since you've sent me to Facebook, I will tell you now. Uh, where is it? Sharks that eat vegetables discovered off the USA, which is completely grammatically incorrect. Because it should yes. be off the coast. Off the coast. I did not send this to you because... Why would I? You don't think I care about interesting scientific discoveries? Vegetarian sharks? No, no, no. They eat their veggies. Doesn't mean that's all they eat. Oh, all right. I guess I... I don't know. Are they... So they're not officially classified as omnivores? I don't know. Maybe they are now. Maybe they are now. This shark eats grass and no one knows why, says nationalgeographic.com. Well... At nationalgeographic.com seems like a legitimate place to get information. Uh, what a bunch of hippies. Yeah, pretty much. Are you saying it's boring news or are you saying it's fake news? I'm saying it's uninteresting. Okay, it's boring. Gotcha. I don't know. I find it interesting. Maybe you should be forwarding this stuff on. Uh, I'll start forwarding you everything then. Excellent. Very good. Anyway, Patch notes. Starcraft. so new maps abiogenesis or abiogenesis all right abiogenesis (laughs) what did you hear that pronounced i just took a guess Mm -hmm. uh new map acid plant new map east watch and those will be added in obviously we're losing abyssal reef and backwater oh yes backwater is new i don't know why i skipped over that one yeah. Anyway, we'll put links in the show notes. There's some pictures of what the map looks like, and I think they're live actually as of now. So you can go play yes. these maps on the ladder. I played a game of Backwater just 20 minutes ago. How did it go for you? I won. Excellent. What race did you play against? Terran. A TVT. Hmm. Do you enjoy TVT? Uh, my win rate says yes. Well, good. I guess that's kind of usually how it works. If your win rate is. 80% you enjoy the matchup, even if it's a mirror. You should tell us your secrets. How do you do that? How do I get a high win rate with TBT? Yeah. Doom drops. Hmm. It Simple. works surprisingly well to just put like six tanks in their base. So you just turtle up and then doom drop? No, I, I, I put Vikings out on the map checking for drops myself. I've got Reaper Harass always works really well. Like mm. If you can get at least two SCV kills, it's great. Uh, this game, I got two SCV kills, killed his one marine he sent over to try and kill it. Got another two SCV kills, and then just headed home. Because <laughs> at that point, he had a cyclone. I was like, well, I don't want to lose the Reaper. Nobody wants to lose the Reaper. Reapers should never die. Too fast. Too fast and zippy. They can run away. 
Also, some patch notes. It's not a huge balance patch by any stretch. No. But they did bring back the auto turret, which Terrans are excited about. And then immediately said, with a range of one, they said, Lol, Blizzard, you just want our ravens to die every time we try to throw down an auto turret? This is ridiculous. The auto turret's range itself is not one. (laughs) No, no, no. The range at which it can be cast. Yeah, is yeah. one. Yeah, so they're saying the raven has to get right on top of their enemy. Right, but yeah. the auto turret itself has a range, so you don't. Ha- you can still be as far away as the auto turret is, which is six, I believe. Plus, and you can get high sec auto tracking to give it seven. True. I don't know. I don't play Terran. I'm just telling you what the Terran players said. They said having a cast range of one makes this really stupid and unusable. Blizzard, we hate you. Those are the exact words. Don't get me wrong, I would be happy with a cast range of five. <laughs> okay, is that what it used to be? No, it used to be three. Oh, okay, so yes, five would absolutely be awesome. But I don't think one is going to be super bad. All right, we'll have to see. I mean, do you do auto turret stuff? Yeah, I used to. Well, you should try it again and report back. I will. I mean, not now, because, well, no, the PTR is not up yet. Oh, uh, yeah, it's just new maps that I don't have yes. this stuff in. No. Right. Right, right, right. Right, right, right. So we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll report back on another podcast some other time. Is the PTR up yet? No, I think they said in the notes the PTR is going to go up like on uh, Sunday or something. I don't know. It says here the balance test mod. Oh, you can go into the custom games and find the balance test mod. Uh, So it's not a PTR, but we can play it now. It's a mod. Okay. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Remember we took us forever to figure that out last time we tried? (laughs) Yes. Where is this stupid thing? And do you want to make another video? We should do that. Yeah. Post that on Monday. I mean, they are planning on posting it on Monday, I think. Anyway, back to patch notes. <laughs> Interference matrix had its duration increased, which is fantastic. Uh, I like that. I think, well, I don't know. I mean, as a Zerg player, I like it because it doesn't really affect me all that much. It works against Queens and pretty much nothing else that Zerg has. Mm. So I don't know how Terran and Protoss feel about it, but... Uh, interference, mate. I don't even see that in the patch notes. Where are you looking? Uh, it's under Raven. Like the first. That's the thing. first one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The very. I just skipped that because we started talking about turrets. Right. So duration. Oh yeah, yeah. I can't imagine why you would care about that playing Zerg. No, I mean it affects, affects Mech, doesn't it? Uh, and Queens, Psionic, Psionic units as well are affected by it. Oh okay. Not that I've ever seen it used that way before, but yeah. Wouldn't it? In what about infestors then? Uh, are they, maybe it does affect infestors. That might be good. And wouldn't it also do overseers then? I don't know. I'm trying to look on the wiki here. Interference matrix disables a target, rendering it unable to tackle use abilities for six seconds. Doesn't say it. Or doesn't say it just targets anything really. Hmm. I don't. It doesn't work against bio, though. I don't know where I saw that. Write us in. Tell us where we're wrong. Repair drone was removed to make room for the auditor to come back in, which is kind of sad. I kind of like the repair drone. Mm, I liked watching it. I I didn't really use it much. Hmm. Did you ever use it once? Probably. But the experience wasn't so good that it became a regular part of your play. I, I mostly play bio, so yeah. So it's not your thing. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, anti-armor missile had some changes. They keep messing with the ghost starting energy, which K-Fine, like, let me know what's actually 
They basically just reverted the last change. They yeah. now start with 75, but you have to research person cloaking. Yeah, which is weird. It's always weird they go directly back and forth between <laughs> changes. Like, come on, make up your mind, people. I think this is a little more consistent with the widow mind change because I changed that because Protoss basically had to open Observer first to yes. see hidden. And now it was, but if you went cloaked ghost first, you would have to open up Observer. Same story. Canon. Right. Exact same thing. That makes sense. Some changes to the uh, damage done by stalkers and the timing for mass recall, which I don't care about all that much. Disruptor pause duration reduced from one to zero, which is interesting. Shield battery can now stop. Hold on, don't skip over all the disrupt stuff. There's no charge up when it shoots unless it's being dropped from a transport. Oh, I misread that. Yeah, good catch. Okay, so yeah. There is, you cast it, it goes, unless it's being dropped, in which case there is a slight delay of 0.7 seconds. I guess to give you a chance to react a little bit. I mean, people like us look at that and say, 0.7 seconds, gee, thanks. But <laughs> the pros are grateful for even the tiniest bit of a delay there, I'm sure. Zerg, basically, they just split up the major upgrades for the Hydralisk. It's no longer muscular augments. It is two separate upgrades for the speed and the range, which they had previously. This is another revert, isn't it? I do not know if so. I feel like it was for a little bit, 100, 100 each, and then they combined it, and now it's back again. And then a bug fix for the Viper, where there was a problem with Parasitic Bomb was supposed to actually take effect 0.7 seconds after it hits, and it was just immediately dealing damage, which people are very displeased about. Mm. Once again, for us, 0.7 seconds, great. Thank you for thank you for the help. Much appreciated. It's wonderful. But uh, for the pros, again, big deal. Enough time to split your units before stuff starts going down. So again, not a huge patch. We're not going to see a lot of changes, but interesting enough, I think. Yeah, definitely interesting. Yeah, and the new maps should be pretty fun too. Indeed. So speaking of StarCraft... My co-caster for the gauntlet, Just Jordan, hit me up on Skype the other day and said, Hey, uh, so the dude's from Team All Inspiration, which is a StarCraft II clan that I've cast friendly with a few other members and I've cast their games before. They said they're very flattered that Falcon Paladin wants to join their clan, but they also want to make sure it's the same guy if this is the legit dude. And I'm <laughs> like, okay, wait, what? <laughs> this is the first I've heard about it. So somebody is impersonating me, Wade. Does this mean I've made it? I guess. Yes. I've been waiting for this day. <laughs> You've made it. Congratulations. I just... Who... Why? <laughs> <laughs> what benefit do you have from being like, yeah, I'm Falcon Paladin. I want to join your clan. But like, this is never going to... How long would you be able to get away with that, even if they let you in, honestly? Probably the moment where they didn't play Zerg. <laughs> i mean it'd be fairly plausible to say that i switched to terran or something right that makes no. a little bit of sense it's not crazy they'd probably realize if well like someone of them would go to one of your videos and be like hey welcome to the clan glad yeah. to have you and you'd be like wait what or like post it on twitter right mm. like welcome falcon paladin and they'd uh hit me they'd at me yeah and at that point, I'd say, wait, what? <laughs> so good job, Team All Inspiration, doing your homework before accepting somebody into your clan. Well, the only reason I was they impressed. needed to check was because you're famous. I mean, I guess. Do they just take anyone? Are they like 
a semi-reputable clan or they're just like some group of people who takes anyone? I mean, I would say they are reputable. I don't know if I would say they're, you know what I mean? I wouldn't say they're super maybe discriminate, discriminatory, discriminatory sounds bad. That's not what I'm trying to say. You're saying they're a bunch of racists. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if they accept everybody into the clan, regardless of who you are or how good you are. And that's the other thing is I'm not good. Like they didn't, <laughs> they didn't accept me because they needed another GM Zerg in the clan, you know, because that's not me. I'm not even anywhere close to being able to compete at that level. <laughs> so I wonder if they were just looking like they wanted me for a caster or what? I don't know. Because I've I've never heard of them. Do they have like any social uh, media presence as as a clan, or are they just like we're just a group of people who want to play video games? Uh, I don't know. I used to be good friends with a couple of their dudes and I cast their games all the time. Uh, specifically Tang. He's the guy who set it up. Mm. He hasn't sent me a replay in a while, but they have a nice website. If you want to come check that out. I do. And I believe they offer coaching. Um, they've got some sponsors and things, but... If they have revenue going in, the impersonator probably wanted a portion of that and was going to offer them sponsored casts. Sure, but I mean, at what point are they effectively fooling people into thinking that it's me? I really need to know who this is. This is freaking me out. If if they wanted a portion of that revenue, they would have gotten away with one payment. Then they just disappear. Yeah. yeah. And actually, the website has not been updated for a while because there's a Destiny trailer, a Witcher 3 trailer, a Metal Gear Solid 5 trailer. Ooh. This is old. Maybe not brilliant. No, I'm trying to see if there's like a news op. Oh, there is a news option here. Yeah, I mean, the last thing that was posted was in 2015. So maybe this is, I don't know. Their website's super out of date and I haven't heard from any of these people. So what the heck? It's mm. interesting. But if they're defunct, then why is somebody trying to join them and why are they checking up? <sighs> All inspiration. All right, so here's the Twitter. I'm going to send you that. Please. And the last time they tweeted was January 22nd. So, I mean, they're active out there at least. Well, I mean, growing your own website audience is harder than Twitter. Oh, heck yes. I've had more than one person approach me and say, hey, you want me to build your website? And I was like, I need a website. I mean, I still think you need a website. but <sighs> For what again? Help me out. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying you need to like do something with it but i think you need a professional-esque <laughs> looking like homepage for yourself that's kind of my youtube channel a right little bit. right but i'm just saying if you were to be like hey wcs want to make me your caster go check out my youtube channel it sounds a little less impressive impressive than being able to go to go to falconpaladin.com someone should always be able to go to a central spot to find out direct information about you. The problem with growing your audience only on things like YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter is what if those go away, <laughs> right? You can't get Twitter's viewer base on Facebook, right? If you just have a Facebook page, but anyone who just says, oh, go to facebook.com slash Falcon It's like, I don't want to go to Facebook. Don't you have a website? I could view relevant information. You don't like Facebook or Twitter? I like Twitter. Okay. I like Twitter more than I like Facebook. I have a Facebook. I mean, that's the reason that I have a Facebook and a Twitter is because those are the two biggest and people are usually either one or the other. I don't know anybody who says they hate both. Uh, 
I mean, I for a while really disliked Twitter, and I still struggle to find any way to use it other than, like, just see what other people tweet. I don't tweet a lot myself. Right, but it's still a place you go. Like, you yeah. hear, check out my Twitter page, and you don't go, uh... It depends on where it is. If people are saying, hey, feel free to follow me on Twitter, I'm much more okay with that. But if people go, if you want to find out more information, go on Twitter. There's something very tacky about that. Hmm. It's like, hey, I'm trying to be my own personal brand as a content creator. My homepage for the internet and where to reach me is someone else's platform. That said, I can't think of the last time I found a creator and said, ooh, I like this person's stuff. Where's their website? Like, it just never even crossed my mind. I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just the difference in perception. But anyway, there are some things to think about. Do you want to know a fun fact about my website? I do. It's hosted in New York. Whoa, okay. And there are 2.1 million other websites hosted on the same server. Dang, that's an impressive, impressive grouping. Yep. Wow, I kind of want to see that server. It must be beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it's hot. Anyway, probably is. Probably runs real hot. Probably. Yeah. yeah. What do you want to talk about next? How do we... This is not going to be a, a smooth segue by any stretch, but... <laughs> uh, familiar with Tide Pods? Wait. <laughs> I was hoping that's where you're going. I think it's just in my head. I was thinking, hmm, how do we connect to New York to any of these things? I know. Yeah. Stupid Americans eating Tide Pods. Oh, that's where you were going to go. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what that's I had. That's funny. <laughs> uh, I've heard of them. We don't uh, have them here. Hmm, Nor do I see out. the appeal. Yeah. So here's the stupid thing. They've been around forever. It's not like this is a new product. But that's how the internet works, right? Sometimes it just kind of jumps on stuff that's been around for a while and turns it into a meme and you don't know why. Right. Anyways, what this turned into was... Haha, wouldn't it be funny if these Tide Pods, we ate them because they kind of look like candy. If you don't know what these are, we'll put some stuff in the show notes. But they're basically brightly orange and blue colored detergent packets of detergent. Yeah, for doing laundry. And so some people started eating detergent. I mean, I've only heard of one example of this actually happening. Most of it's the jokes. Most of it's like, haha, wouldn't it be zany if I ate one of these? Ha ha ha. Sure. Have you seen actual news stories of people eating them? Because there's one, and it actually came out of Utah. Oh, really? Yeah. A bunch of college students were together at Utah State University, which is in Utah. Mm. And one of them ate a Tide Pod because they were stupid. So someone who was enrolled for higher education thought it would be a good idea to eat detergent. I mean, Utah State University started out as an agricultural school. So, so what you're saying is they have a low bar to entry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, really, it's kind of far away and it's kind of isolated and it snows worse up there than it does down here. And there's a lot of reasons, but I have had some family members who've attended Utah State and had a wonderful time and gotten a decent education. So I'm not going to badmouth it. Uh huh. But it's not like all I'm saying is it's not Harvard kids. All right. It's not <laughs> Oxford we're talking about here. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Did you find the story? Uh, I did, yeah. Okay, good. I'm, I'm now just but, looking for other people, like how many people have eaten them. Yeah, again, as far as I know, that's the one. One stupid college student. Uh, <laughs> Take a guess at how many people called a poison helpline after eating delicious Tide Pods in 2018. 
<laughs> Give me a number. In 2018, 2018 has just started. Well, yeah. Where's the number? Why would you? Because clickbait. Because it's a website, Wade. Websites are not trustworthy. According to the data, Poison Troll handled 39 and 53 cases of intentional exposures, respectively, among 13 to 19-year-olds in the first 15 days. All right. I guess there have been more. All right. It's way more widespread than I thought. I mean, 50 people, I'm still not concerned. No, but that's way more than one person, which I initially thought was the case. Yeah, it's not crazy widespread, but it's 50 times more than I thought it was. So, yeah. So I had a couple thoughts on this. I guess the first thing is some uh, companies have been kind of playing with this a little bit. A, a pizza place made a Tide Pod pizza. There are bakeries making Tide Pod macaroons. It's just kind of, if you want to eat a Tide Pod, something that looks like a Tide Pod, eat this thing, right? Would you eat a Tide Pod pizza? No, I don't try. I mean, those colors are okay on candy and maybe some bakery donut type items, but on a savory thing like a pizza? Sweet pizzas exist. They do. And like dessert pizza exists, I know. Well, hold on. I'm just, you're assuming that the Tide Pods flavorings and stuff like that is sweet. No, I'm not. I think Tide Pods taste like chemicals and stuff. (laughs) I'm talking about like the... Whatever it is the pizza place is making them out of, not actual Tide Pods. True. So you think it just tastes like a regular pizza and happens yeah. to look like a Tide Pod. All right. It seems reasonable. I'm not going to start a war over that one. Have, have you heard of um, Red Velvet Cake? Yeah. Do you want to know what Red Velvet is in the cake? Um, I do. Red Velvet is just a chocolate mud cake with red food coloring. Huh. Now, it sounds a lot fancier than that. It does. That's why people think it's brilliant. That is some sneaky, sneaky advertising. Mm-hmm. Marketing, something. One of the two. So anyway, my couple of thoughts on this are, number one, I kind of feel like... Okay, so Tide came out and said, hey, kids, don't eat our stuff. Don't eat these Tide Pods. It is not for consumption. And I just feel like Suits saying that is just going to increase the amount of Tide Pod consumption. Because kids are like, oh, we'll stick it to the man. They can't tell us what to do. I don't know. I just feel like it encourages more kids to go to try. Hmm. Well, natural selection. Carry on. <laughs> that is an excellent point. Uh, my friend Stuart that I work with, known him for a long time, Stuart. Anyway, he suggested that they should stealth make the Tide Pods edible. Over the next few months and not tell anyone. So they're totally okay for human consumption and like kind of make them taste good and they clean your clothes. And then this <laughs> the whole thing would just fall apart. It would be like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> that would be ingenious, <laughs> but I don't things that are edible aren't usually good for cleaning. No. And I was thinking about that. I'm like, what is one cleaning agent? That you could ever possibly make edible, and I couldn't think of anything. Uh, vinegar. Yeah. If their scientists can figure that out, I'm going to be super impressed. Yeah. And I will buy stock in Procter & Gamble based on that one thing. <laughs> so anyway, don't eat Tide Pods, Yeah. everyone. The only pods that are okay and safe for your consumption is this. Yeah, only this one. No other podcast. Exactly. Don't listen to any exactly. others. Nope. No. No, 0%. I actually had to kind of stop listening to other podcasts because now I'm worried that I'll start just talking about what I hear on other podcasts. 
Ooh, that is a hard hard thing to deal with. There was a thing that I wanted to talk about, but then I listened to another podcast, and one of the podcasters hit every talking point about a topic that I was going to. Oh no! So if you did it, you'd feel like you were plagiarizing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. I mean, I listen to entirely sports-related podcasts, so I don't... Other than the NFL Minute, I don't think I can feel like i can actually plagiarize anything no well yeah i mean you could just take a minute of their podcast and play it for me i don't know i'd know the difference probably not probably sounds exactly the same well you americans sound the same yeah we really do no diversity at all oh heavens no heavens no speaking of diversity so winter has been kind of nice to the salt lake valley this season Mm -hmm. it's january and we've had maybe one or two snowfalls where I had to shovel my driveway. And I said, this is great. All of November and December and most of January, I've had to shovel my driveway two times. This is going to be a wonderful winter. But then last week, first of all, my phone started blowing up with notifications. There's a winter storm heading your way. I'm like, thank you very much. 45 minutes later. Hey, remember that storm? It's still coming. Thank you, phone. I appreciate you looking out for me. Good, but it did. It it actually hit, and it was an overnight thing too. So it's one of those things where it's kind of snowing when you go to sleep, and then you wake up, and it's just, boom, right, one and a half feet of snow, and it was bad. My driveway and tons of snow on it, and I don't have a snowblower because I'm cheap. (laughs) (sighs) So I had to shovel it, and it was not a good time. But my kids really liked it a lot. People are riding snowmobiles around on the streets, and why did you have to shovel it? Because our driveway is sloped and it's real hard to get up a driveway that has a foot of snow on it. Okay. So why not just wait a couple days, let it melt, and just run off down the street? <laughs> wait a couple days. Oh, Wade. Oh, Wade, you make me laugh. I will tell you this I shoveled half of my driveway. Uh huh. You know how much of the other half of the driveway has melted? Zero. Zero percent of that has been melted. I keep hoping it does. I keep looking at it out the window. Hey, you could melt. You got you got direct sunlight on you. Melt. No, not interested in melting. Okay, I assume the city has snow plows then for the roads. They do. I mean, sometimes they don't actually get around to plowing until a little bit later in the morning, especially if it was a big storm. But it's, I mean, it's easier. Oh, the other thing. Okay, the other thing is that if you drive on a snow-covered driveway, it packs the snow down in the places where your tires went. And it is really, really hard to get that off. That solidifies, that ices up, and that is a giant pain in the butt to get off when it's actually time to get it off. Okay. So that's another reason I like to shovel as soon as I can. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm teaching you all about the snows. Why didn't you like get the little kids out and be like, mush? I mean, we actually talked about that. They said, will you pay us money if we help shovel? And I said, yeah, that sounds great. You can do that. Because the last time it snowed, it wasn't that bad. And they could actually get out there and push the snow around a little bit and get it off onto the lawn. And it was fine. Hmm. But this one, no. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it was too much. It was too too deep. It was too heavy. So you didn't pay them? They didn't help and I didn't pay them. The 11-year-old could have done it. He's not 11. He's 9. But yeah. I mean, close. Close enough. But. Nine, nine's still good enough to snow push. Snow removal. Should be lifting pianos at that age. <laughs> Maybe in Australia, when you're boxing kangaroos as soon as you can walk. <laughs> yeah, it's and true. where men are men. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the snow is still on my driveway, but it hasn't snowed since, so the roads are clear. That's a difference between living in Idaho and living in Utah. Is that in Idaho, if it snows? Some cities don't have the budget to plow every time it snows, and so they just kind of let it hang out. Hmm. 
and it makes for very interesting driving conditions pretty much the entire winter. Whereas in Utah, they plow, they have the tax base for it. Plus the temperature, the average temperature is going to be about 10 degrees warmer in Utah compared to Southeast Idaho, at least. And so what that difference does is it means it's going to get up to a temperature where it can melt off the stuff, the residual stuff on the roads, as long as there are cars driving over it and stuff. Whereas in Idaho, it's just, it never gets to that point. Hmm. So it's one of the reasons that I moved from Idaho to Utah is that the roads are actually clear during the winter, which is apparently hard to do for some places. Fair enough. It was a good yeah. choice you made then. It was. Moving south is always a good choice, as it turns out. Could have gone somewhere like Arizona. I don't think it snows there. Nope. Does not. I hear it also has very nice air. Like mm, clean air. Nice air. I don't know. I think that's more a it's more a function of population density than yeah, sure, the air quality is great because there's nobody there. I've just never heard of anybody say, yeah, Arizona's got the best air quality. It's never ever been something that I've heard, but Maybe it is. I don't know where I heard it. I couldn't give you a source if I tried. Well, speaking of air quality, this is not a good segue either. This is hard today. So what I posted on my Facebook, which you might have already read if you follow me on Facebook at slash Falcon Paladin, is there was a great story about this guy who created the number one rated restaurant in all of London on TripAdvisor, and it's a fake restaurant. Mm -hmm. It was incredible. It is such a great read. I mean, in a nutshell, this guy has this, he wants to do this. He used to write reviews for TripAdvisor, and then he started kind of trying to cheat the system and writing reviews for restaurants he'd never been to. And then he realized he never got caught for doing that and said, hmm, I wonder what else they're not checking. And so he went online, he registered his restaurant, which is in his shed, in his backyard in London, called it The Shed. The Shed at Dulwich, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Put some vague GPS coordinates in there. This is where it is. And then made some terrible, like, okay, the pictures of food, they look pretty good, but they, what he actually did to create them is disgusting. It's basically all food marketing is anything that looks good on TV is not actually what it says it is. Yeah. Nah. So he gets a bunch of gorgeous photos, has people write reviews, just glowing reviews for this restaurant. He uses different people from different places. So it's not all coming from the same IP address. <laughs> right <laughs> they serve moods <laughs> yep i went to the website and i looked on the menu and it's like examples of moods were sold in the past <laughs> empathetic happy comfort contemplation lust and love isn't it incredible they're so trendy so he he does all this and it keeps climbing. He starts getting calls from people desperate to book birthday parties and anniversary parties and all sorts of really important like romantic uh, getaways to this restaurant. And he, <laughs> he's just having to tell them, no, oh, no, we're full up for the next six weeks. Sorry. Call back again, I suppose. <laughs> and then it finally happens. After a few weeks, it becomes the number one rated restaurant on TripAdvisor. There's no address. Uh -huh. And so people are just driving up and down the street looking to, to see if they can see this restaurant from the street. <laughs> and it's a residential neighborhood. So they're like, <laughs> it's got to be around here somewhere. Oh, it is probably my favorite story of the last month. It is so wonderful. So anyway, dude ends up with a top rated restaurant in all of London. People are going nuts looking for this restaurant, trying to find it. He says, all right, look, might as well give the people what they want. 
So he goes to the local grocery store, buys $61, well, 31 euros worth of food, mm-hmm. like instant macaroni, <laughs> cup of noodle, <laughs> whatever's cheap and easy he can make real fast and microwave. <laughs> <laughs> Sets up some uh, some tables in the backyard, uh, has like hires a DJ to play some music. Sets up some lighting and like some localized space heating because it is fairly chilly apparently. Yeah. Uh, the time of year that he was trying to do this and yeah, they're like frantically making cup of noodle in the kitchen to deliver to these people out in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and some people just left. Like some people are like, "This is stupid," and other people like sincerely asked him if they could come back. Like <laughs> it was really hard to get this reservation. When can we come back? Or how busy are you for the next few months? And he was just astounded. And it just hold on when they entered what should be a five star restaurant. No, no, no. It doesn't have a star rating. Does it have a star rating? I, I assume that's how TripAdvisor works. It has a star rating. I think it's just numbers. This is the number one rated restaurant. This is the number two. I'm looking and they have like these dots that look suspiciously like stars. Hmm. Okay. Well, apparently they trust the restaurant to give the correct rating because nobody from TripAdvisor checked them out beforehand. I can tell you that much. But so they turn up at someone's house. They're probably led through the house or around like a side gate. Side gate. Yep. Side gate. Sat in someone's backyard with a couple of space heaters. Yes. And there's chickens. And there's chickens, of course. He has some chickens. Uh-huh. <laughs> of course. Handed yep. cup of noodle soup. And they want to come back. Yeah. Not in the cup of noodle soup container. Like oh, they okay. obscured that part of it. <laughs> oh this is brilliant yeah i know isn't it the greatest story and it just i just love how it highlights it's all about perception it's all about what do people see you as not what you really are if you're seen as trendy if you're seen as desired then other people will desire you it's just what people do i actually cannot find it on tripadvisor though did they end up like removing it yeah they Um. removed it he actually had to call them and say look you dummies this is me and my brother, and this is not what we said it was. And they said, oh, yeah, well, we can't, we don't have the manpower to check everything out. So, huh. And, okay, I get that. You can't check out all 10,000 restaurants in London, right? Right, yeah. But once something starts creeping up on the top 100, maybe send someone by. Yeah. Just take a quick look around. <laughs> Make sure they're not serving powder bleach and Gillette shaving foam. <laughs> <laughs> yes that's all you have to do don't do anything else just make sure they're not serving bleach yeah but they didn't even do that there's it's just it makes me i mean i don't know i'm pretty skeptical of anything on the internet regardless but right man especially TripAdvisor at this point i'm just i don't know if i can ever trust anything i see on their site again that's amazing I mean, I, I don't think i've ever used TripAdvisor. so yeah so you, now you never will yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I just, I really, really enjoyed that story. So I threw it up on the Facebook. It's a good story. Yeah. It is. Hmm. What else do we have? Ooh. Ooh. Dislocated jaw. Ooh. Did you hurt yourself? No. Nah. So remember last week where I said my six year old son is a wuss? Y- yeah. Where you complained about a six year old crying. <laughs> yeah. I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
So on Sunday, we're at my parents' house. We're having dinner. We're getting ready to have dinner. Fancy. And the kids are running around in the basement. It's a finished basement. It's nice down there. It's whatever. It's carpet and stuff. Mm-hmm. And we're about to have dinner. It's like 10 minutes before we're going to start eating. And he comes up wailing, like in pain wailing, and with his mouth open. And I'm like, okay, what? What's going on? And he can't tell me because he can't close his mouth and he can't talk. And his older brother is no help. And he's saying, I don't know what happened, which he always says. But I feel like I can tell when he's lying. And this time he really seemed legitimately confused as to what was happening. Oh, okay. So we, my wife and I, we do some online Googling, like, look, it's going on here. He doesn't have any scrapes or bruises on his cheek or he's not bleeding from inside his mouth. He says he didn't bite his cheek or his tongue. He just says it closing his mouth hurts and he's in a lot of pain. And so we're like, well, maybe it's, it's this like a dislocated jaw. It's totally a thing that happens. It's really weird for it to happen in a six year old though, especially without some kind of an injury. We just want to take him into an uh, urgent care facility, which is significantly cheaper than taking him to the hospital. Right. They can generally take care of smaller things, but we called them and they said, take him to the emergency room. And we said, crap. All right. Fine. This is American healthcare, everybody. And, uh, and so we do, we take him in and it's fairly quick at this point. There's literally nobody else in the emergency room, which is kind of amazing. That's lucky. It was super lucky. It was Sunday night. So I'm sure most people are at home, but at the same time, we get seen immediately. We get him taken back. Doctor says, yep, definitely dislocated. Uh, dislocated jaw. So we're just going to give him some Versed, which is a relaxant and kind of a local anesthetic to um, reduce pain. Mm-hmm. How is that, admi- that administered? So in adults, it's usually administered through an IV. Okay. But apparently for kids, they have this nasal injection they can do where they just shoot it right up your nose. Okay. One nostril, then the other nostril, and you kind of inhale it. Uh, but it's... Disappointing. <laughs> disappointing. Did you want him to get stabbed? <laughs> I wanted this crying little boy, and we're going to make you feel better with this giant needle. I kind of <laughs> well, wanted that. <laughs> okay, so the really sad thing is, he told us this later, but as soon as we said we're going to take you to the emergency room to get taken care of, he legitimately thought they were going to cut him open. <laughs> And like perform surgery on him right then. <laughs> and he was <laughs> so scared. Oh, uh, I know. I felt so bad for him. So bad for him. So anyway, they give him the verse set. And actually, uh, the verse set, if you've experienced it before, it gives you a uh, temporary. There's like an amnesia effect where you can't create long-term memories for about 30 minutes. Okay. Which is it's kind of date rapey that way because it makes you relaxed and pliable and you can't remember what happens afterward. It's really kind of scary. It's very controlled. Right. Um, so relaxes. She gets her hands on his jaw and like her thumbs in her, his mouth and she's got gloves and gauze and stuff. It's whatever. It's fine. Mm. And just like works it around and pop pops right back in and he can close his mouth and he's fine. But he was hilarious on the Versed. He's... <laughs> Hey, I'm feeling kind of woozy. Yeah, yeah, Caleb. That's uh, that's what the medicine is that they gave you. Five minutes later, feeling kind of woozy. <laughs> yep, the medicine does that. Really? Medicine can. <laughs> it was hilarious. 
Well, the way this kind of ties into last week is he has such a low pain threshold anyway. <laughs> he comes upstairs, he's screaming, and I'm like, all right. Did you bite your tongue, right? <laughs> like, is that what this is? You fall down and stub your toe. Like, what are we doing here? Mm. And then I felt bad because it was actually something that was a serious problem. Yeah. <laughs> that is the challenges of raising a crybaby. Oh, you can't tell. You just can't tell, ever. So, uh, how much did this entire trip cost you? We don't know yet. Oh, okay. They will send us a bill after they talk to our insurance. Fair enough. But we're expecting probably $300 for the 45 minutes we were in there. I mean, I guess that's reasonable. When I broke my leg, they gave me happy gas. And I was apparently very happy on that. I still vaguely remember it. Like, it wasn't a complete amnesiac, like, whatever Mm -hmm. it is they gave your kid. But I was apparently much more jovial. Yeah. And I was in the hospital for a week. And the ambulance ride just to the hospital was $900. Hmm which the school that I was attending had to pay because I broke my leg on in school. Okay, liability, yeah. And then I have no idea how much all the surgery and stuff cost because healthcare. Right, they did not send you a bill. Yeah, I mean, I've been trying to figure it out in my head. Okay, so we were there for 45 minutes and you gotta pay to keep the lights on and pay for the drugs and pay for the person who checked us in and pay for the person who brought us back and pay for the nurse's time. Mm-hmm. All right, it adds up, I guess. Mm-hmm. You can't put a price on your son's jaw, can you? No, you can't. Exactly. Although, honestly, the nurse, she made it look so easy that I was like, hmm, if this happens again, I'm going to get in there and see what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any of the relaxants, though. Like, what are you going to do? He didn't need the relaxant. He was fine. Uh-huh. Then, then you see what happens when you stick your fingers in someone's dislocated jaw without it, and they scream even louder. Short-term pain, long-term payoff. <laughs> so what you're really, you're saying for $300, you'll put your son through excruciating pain. There's no way it was excruciating pain. How do you know? They gave, <laughs> they gave him something that stops his brain from remembering it. Yeah, that's true. I guess we can't ask him. <laughs> that, is, that is true. How much does it hurt to put your... How do you... Like, re- it's relocate, yeah relocate your jaw nobody's talking about pain Uh. it's actually okay so that actually reminds me they asked they said you know does this happen to anybody else in your family does anybody grind their teeth because that can actually kind of help it get into a state where this can happen apparently he just opened his mouth wide enough that it got stuck and this thing just kind of slipped a little bit and that was it Mm -hmm. so sometimes if i yawn big enough or put my mouth wide enough it gets stuck and i have to like work it back and forth a little bit kind of move my jaw from side to side and then it's back but i never thought it could get to a point where i couldn't fix it on my own you know i just thought this is weird whatever it's uncomfortable but it's not a life changer but man apparently sometimes you have to have a professional take a look so it's my fault. <laughs> yep. Turns out he gets Basically. it from his dad. It's my genetics that caused all this pain. So I feel bad about that. You should feel bad. <sighs> should do some penance. All right. Yeah. Is it time for the NFL Minute? It is time for the NFL Minute, Wade. Count me down, good sir. Three, two, one, go. All right. Conference championships were on Sunday. One great game, one blowout. 
So that's kind of sad for the Vikings fans who are listening. Eagles 38, Vikings 7. What on earth got into Nick Foles there? 300 yards passing, did not throw a pick, did not have a fumble. He looked amazing. Downfield throws really made his dudes look good. The Vikings could not do anything against the vaunted Eagles defense. They are looking primed and ready to go in the Super Bowl, which is going to come up in a couple of weeks now. On the other side of things, Jaguars, Patriots. Jaguars had an early lead, but you knew the Patriots were coming back. They've been here too many times before. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are wizards who have possibly sacrificed their own young to the devil to be this good. But they win 24-20, converting a third and 18, getting a final touchdown. Blake Bortles had a good game, but could not, could not lead for a final touchdown in the last minute of the game. And it's going to be Patriots-Eagles in the Super Bowl. The line is currently Eagles, or Patriots- Plus five and a half points, which means they're favored by at least five and a half points. Done. Done. Nailed that one, I feel like. Close, yeah. Yeah, close enough. Well within my tolerances, I suppose. All right, anything else you want to talk about? I mean, you've got government shutdown on here, which is kind of interesting. I do. The government couldn't agree on a bill for... I mean, long story short, it funding for people who are here illegally but came when they were very young. There's a very specific governmental designation for them. Uh, DACA. DACA. Yeah, it stands for something. There's a particular government program. I've heard a little bit about it. I don't know what the DACA stands for, though. Oh, here we go. Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. Okay. So basically, the government kind of wants to treat people who came over as an adult illegally differently from those who came over as a four-year-old, which I understand. Hmm. But anyway, they couldn't agree on what to do about it. And so they said, we're not going to do anything until we can figure this out. And the government shut down and like 800,000 non-essential federal employees didn't go to work for a couple of days. And I'm like, that's a lot of non-essential government, whatever that means. But then they got it (laughs) fixed. And they came to the table and hammered something out, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. This happens, it seems like, every couple of years. I'm getting kind of sick of it. Well, what I saw was that the shutdown had been postponed, granted that they find an agreement, like an, they reach an agreement uh, by February 8th. Oh, so they decided to come back together For and like get two the weeks. government on track with the hopes that they figure this out. Yeah. Okay, so that's different then. Yeah, I mean, it's hard for me to feel affected by this because I don't know anybody who works for the federal government. (laughs) And so there's nobody in my ear complaining that they're losing out on money because they can't go to work. But Do you stop paying, like, federal taxes for those days that you shut down? Oh, 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 of course not. (laughs) Stop paying taxes. (laughs) I wouldn't be. I'd be like, we had no government for those days. Why do I have to pay government taxes on that? Yeah, it's a good question, but yeah, you would be wrong. <laughs> oh, I do have one last thing to talk about. Uh, okay, what, go. What are you doing in three days? I, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow, Wade. <laughs> it's Australia Day. Oh, hooray! I will um, bake a homemade meat pie. Do it. Okay, I'll find a recipe. Shouldn't be hard. No, really not. And cheaper too. Oh, 100%. No shipping. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. That's all you're going to do. That's all you're going to do. I mean, I'm open to suggestions. 
you gotta do all the stuff we would do, like get little Australian flags and Australian flag hats and shorts and stubby holders. Do you use fireworks? Some people do. With or without the, you know, government saying so. <laughs> right, right. Of course. And, you know, naturally you'll have to actually have a beer on Australia Day. Mm-hmm, 100%. I would pay to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Does it have to be a Foster's? No, nobody drinks Foster's here. <laughs> That's all. Do not buy yourself a can of Foster's. I will not. Will Will you have a beer? No, I will not. What if I pay for the beer? Nope. What if it's non-alcoholic but you don't tell anyone? Mm, nope. You, you, you're just not going to celebrate Australia at all, are you? I told you I'm going to make a meat pie and I'll blow some stuff up. That's how I know how to celebrate, Wade. <laughs> That's all you know how to celebrate? Okay. Unacceptable. It will be from the heart. No. Have a beer from the heart. Mm. Mm. Is it really? Like you, you, you realize you won't get drunk off a beer, right? Yeah, I do. Okay. But people don't drink beer because it tastes good. Some beers taste good. Japanese beer that I've been drinking tastes good. But people drink beer to get intoxicated. No, no, not net. Well, they can. Don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. You, you can, but it's a bad way to do it. Because mm. the alcohol content's just so low. That's true, especially here. Mm. Especially here. I just, I'm not gonna win this argument, am I? To get you to drink. You're really not. No. What? What's? What's the price? Name it. <laughs> There's not a price. Everyone has a price. Uh-uh, it's not a money thing. I didn't say it had to be a money thing. What would it take? I don't know. I just have zero interest. I never have had any level of interest, period. <sighs> I mean, I don't know what it would take for my curiosity to get peaked. You know what I mean? I'm asking you to celebrate Australia as Australians <laughs> would. I'm not asking you to find out what meth is like. <laughs> celebrate Australia Day. Do some heroin. <laughs> I'm asking you to consume a portion of a product for Australia. Yeah. And you're just like, nah. It's the same thing if you ask me to eat some Vegemite. I'm not going to do it, dude. I mean, Vegemite's disgusting. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that. This is a grave insult to my people. You don't want to start an international incident, do you? That would be amazing. Australia and the United States go to war <laughs> over one man's refusal to drink a beer. On Australia Tonight, Day. Oh, yeah. On Australia Day. Do we wrap it up? I guess. Okay. All right. So that's going to be it from Falcon Paladin and Wade for yet another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. Check out those show notes that we talked about. Go to the website, abyssaltrip.com. You will find them there or on iTunes or, you know, last.fm or whatever. Also consider supporting us on Patreon. If you are so inclined, even a dollar a month would go a long way to helping us out. And thank you so much for listening once again. And until next time, as always, you take care of yourself. <laughs> <laughs>